Hi, and welcome back to Barely D&D. This is a sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast. My name is Landon, and I play Boz on the show. And this week, we are going to be jumping into episode 22, Weight of the World. Now, this is a level 5 adventure, and the date is 3488PB, Tefra 30. Before we get into this week's adventure, we are going to go ahead and recap last week's, episode 21, Cockadoodle Doom. The crew of the poor bet were enjoying the merriment and madness of Oaf's Day when the arrival of a nefarious-looking ship on the horizon pulled them to the upper deck. Boz's bold reconnaissance as a squid yielded the foul confirmation that the impending vessel was a pirate ship crewed by an array of gallus folk, or chicken people. Upon Boz's return, the crew of the ship had a moment to prepare for the incursion before the marauding vessel was upon them. The dire situation was flipped when Boz charmed the invader's captain with his psychedelic magic and the strange crook of the Mad Prince. The party's druid managed to negotiate a small trade of goods rather than an exchange of blood, losing a handful of items and the illusion of giving away the orb. In this final transaction, a number of the Porbet's crew were curious of the alien object, and when the pirate ship had departed and Old returned his orb to the fungi's, questions arose. A conversation of closely held secrets ensued as Spiguber and Tello received a mixed message from Boz, Craig, Greta, and Roe, all of whom were not in agreement of what to reveal or conceal. When the four individuals affected by Old's power asked the others to allow them a private conversation above deck, the group's debate of right action led to the idea that Roe should cast Identify on the orb to alleviate indecision with information. While the incorporeal extraplanar being known as the Dungeon Master had a small heart attack, Rose's identification of the orb intrigued Old to bypass this minor spell and supply far more information in a direct manner. The following conversation was nothing short of stupefying as Roe learned through a familiar vision that Old is a primordial being from a far realm and that he has been aware of her mother's death to Rose's shattering heartbreak. When Roe attempted to leave this conversation and process the shock of her mother's confirmed death, old press at the party's intrusion into matters beyond their comprehension required that he reveal far more to them for their own safety. Roe's vision ended, and old used his nebulous magic to not only speak to the minds of all four adventurers, but also to shape water into images of what he spoke. This conversation was more than the fungis could have ever expected, reframing not only their quest together, but possibly their very lives, as they learned that an ancient conflict and incomprehensible magic lay beneath the bedrock of their world and now involves them. The four struggled to process what they had just learned, and tensions rose as the group began to question both their own purposes as well as the purpose of their party. The fungi's awake now, on the morning of their fifth day at sea, wrestling with more than they could have ever fathomed, attempt to understand what this revelation means for them. And with that, let's get into the adventure. Hey everybody. Welcome back to Barely D&D. <laughs> what? Like you're announcing for NPR. Your sultry Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to Barely D&D. Today, no. we'll be interviewing someone no, who whittles wood from Scandinavia. <laughs> Zachary has something on his heart to say. I we had a researcher <laughs> who's gone missing studying squirrels. <laughs> Today, cello music, abstractly set to the news. <laughs> I, I would listen to that. Is that, that real? Is sick. that a real thing? Is that what NPR anyway. is? Uh, this, as you can tell, this is a sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Sometimes we roll dice. Sometimes we talk about NPR. Um, Jackie joins us today, not from beside us, but she's back at home. Tears, a moment of silence sadness. for Jackie not being here. 
Um, so I, I don't know what Zach has planned for us today because the other emoji that we had the option of choosing in his discord choice. I'm delaying that one. Oh, really? I was going to say, I feel like last yeah, you guys have changed made, things. You guys have made plenty of stuff for yourself. <laughs> I don't need to give you any more. Oh yeah. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, stop, go back and listen please. to it. Please do. We it's all did before coming to this yep. session. Probably the most, well, except Did me. you land? <clears throat> land and played the fifth. Um, we cool. I have the right to remain innocent. Can so, I say that I... Slept in for work two days in a row because I was listening to the podcast. Don't do oh my that. Gosh, nice. I'm proud of you. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a special editor this time that edited the last episode. Yay! It was such a special episode. We had to get a special editor. So I reached Woo! out into the vastness of the universe. <laughs> yes, and uh, Melanie's brother Stephen answered the call and edited last week's episode. So give a round up for Stephen for being really good. Yes, and he has a question for us that Melanie totally didn't give him before he came over here. So it's take it away, Stephen. Okay, so um, what three items would your characters have on their bedside table? Is the oh, question. No. Oh no! I love this question. Oh no! And who's my who's my NPC this week? Uh, <gasps> I want to say Shpagoober. Nom. I want to hear what Shpagoober has. I think Shpagoober. Okay, Shpagoober. All right. All right. What does Craig have, Micah? Oh no. Why did the first thing come to mind? Was like, fake teeth. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is a groundbreaking revelation. Of Would you like me to canonize right now in my notes no, that Craig's no, teeth are real? <laughs> and she's saying no. Okay. No, I so, was just kidding. Fake teeth that aren't his. What are the next two? You absolute weirdo. His wife's fake teeth. I say, <laughs> I'm gonna say fake like teeth. A baby teeth. <laughs> He's got like a rocket raccoon it's thing his, going on. Maybe it's his child's <laughs> baby teeth. Oh, no. Fake teeth that he probably found along the way, like in his journey. <laughs> Just keep going to the second two because you're only gonna the dig the hole deeper. It's gonna be his diary, of course, mm. and I feel like. Oh, I don't like know. a package of gas X, right? That feels right. <laughs> no, Tums. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, Tums. What flavor? Feels right. What flavor? The ones that like the fruity kind that yeah, are like, the delicious. Yeah, the fruity kind that are really good that you like kind of snack on, but you're not supposed to. Okay. Wait, what? What? What's happening? Okay, what about Greta? Uh, can I not go? Tom? Can I not go? Uh, I have mine ready. I have okay, mine ready. Okay, let's go, Boz. What about Boz? Um, so Boz has three things next to his bed, as per the question. Only three things. <laughs> wow, thank you. And those three things are a glass of water. Of course. Because he's a tree um, and he has to drink. He has a journal, and then he also has a lump of coal. Why? Why? What? Bad for Why Christmas? not his bees? Uh, he does not sleep next to bees, believe it or not. Um, it's just him spooning the crate at night. It's like, why don't farmers sleep with the cows next to their bed? Jeez, you must be a bad farmer. You don't sleep with the cows in your bedroom. <laughs> yeah, he has a lump of coal. Why? That's just his, he has a lump of coal next to the bed. Ro or Greta? Ro, Anyone? Um, I don't have mine. I can go. Uh, I feel like this is kind of boring, but like, I feel like she would have her loot Right next to her, her songbook or mother songbook, I guess. And then a set of because teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a set of teeth. That's what her and obviously. Craig have in common. Is uh, teeth. No. That's why they get along. Um, so that when she wakes up, she can write songs. Because I actually do that in real life. Yeah. Um, do you, and then, you do music? Uh, huh? Sorry, that wasn't a good joke. Keep going. Shut up. <laughs> um, and then 
I feel like if it was modern day, she would have like her cell phone by her so that she could like check her Instagram followers. Okay. Um, yeah, that feels but, right. Yeah. But, but if uh, if it's regular, I think the other thing she would have is her, she has a little trinket uh, from uh, the the Order of Saloon when, when, oh, she, uh, mm. when she was at the, the orphanage. So I think she probably has that by her bed. Um, I, have, I have a question about bards. Yeah. How do you know when you're famous? Like, you're right. There's no Instagram. Do you just like walk around and other bards like, oh, I love your song. People, Here's yeah, people start learned. recognizing you. And yeah, and they're like, you're the one that did that song. People that, start recognizing you. You hear your music other places. People invite you to things. Like, do you just see a statue of yourself? I'm like, oh, I guess people like my tunes. Or you quit asking if you can play in taverns and then people start asking you to play places. Oh, that's mm. a good, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I have mine now. Or they actually start paying you. Now is that toss a, good way? a coin to your Witcher is just playing in my head on loop. Oh my anyway. gosh! Wait, I have my bard right there. Okay, sorry. Ooh, that's fun. Sorry. What does anyway, it say? Um, Greta. Um, I think she has a pretty rock that someone special gave to her. Um, a piece of cloth from that her family made, probably one that like hmm. her mom or like an older sister or like an aunt. It's like a uh, just a cloth that someone made for her, and then. Hmm. I want to say a sandwich, but I'm being serious. <laughs> just a really, really old sandwich. I say that's it's three I'd different say, colors. No, I'm I'm holding and now Greta is just studying to see what it turns into. That was, that's a Greta move. Um, is that what that smell is in the lower deck? Is yeah. that sandwich Sorry, experiment? Guys. She's just hiding sandwiches around. <laughs> so I, in case she gets pressed, pressed it digified again, she has backup ones. It's, it's like who's deodorant. <laughs> Oh God, I'm going to start a deodorant brand called Prestidigitation. <laughs> I like it. Who's with me? I'll invest in that venture capital thing. Oh Everyone else has deodorant. Greta has odorant. odorant. <laughs> What's the third, Greta? Uh, the third. Um, I mean, you could just say your holy symbol. That makes sense. No, I think uh, I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think if like she sleeps with that on or off. And I think. Oh, she, that would make sense. I think she. I don't know. Bread? A uh, set of fake teeth? <laughs> Can I think of a third after you do A pet yours? stick. A pet stick. I don't have you a pet bought. stick. You bought, you do yeah, I want a pet stick. Jaws never distributed the pet sticks. One of them is used to make the berry jam, and the rest of them stay in their little spot. And <laughs> so Boz has not ever distributed the pet sticks. No, I have all <laughs> the pet Boz sticks. Has them. Okay, never mind. Oh, a skull. <laughs> he he acts out scenarios. Of what? You paused for five minutes saying, I don't know, and then looked at us with confidence and said, A skull? It just feels right, you guys. <laughs> a pretty rock what that kind someone- of. Um, skull, just a know. skull, you know. It, no, it's a, it's probably like, uh, what is that? No, it, it looks like a small critter. Like it could be like a mouse a or like a squirrel or like a squirrel, mouse, chipmunk kind of looking thing. <laughs> oh boy! But no. it's pretty big. One of those squirrel, mice, no, like, chipmunk. You know what I mean? A rodent. Yeah, you never run into one of those squirrel, chipmunk, mouse looking things. <laughs> They're always in my yard. Y'all know what you mean. Y'all know what I mean. Yeah, I those know what you mean, bro. A yeah, little bro. dude. A little dude. We just we and just fast forward skull. to Greta like a week later in therapy and the therapist just leaning forward going, the squirrel monk chipmunk thing can't hurt you. It's not real. It's my friend. <laughs> and the skull just peeks up over the side of the couch. Oh. The skull winks at the therapist. Oh my gosh. How does it wink? <laughs> you know. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say Boz's things are not with him on the ship. He has them like at his home, like oh. in his room. So there's a really 
I'm really oh. old glass of water. Oh, you have a room. Yeah. Good for you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna write she that really down. just pulled the I'm an orphan <laughs> card on you. <laughs> anyway, my um, mom just what died. would Spig Uber have? Uh, Spig Uber would have oh that the the novelist the girl the lady who writes yeah well the, well a book yeah a, a book okay. that'll always oh. always one well no I mean it would like change you know it'd be Love on the Mountain yeah. then it'd be Tale of Two Ships or Affair of Two Ships and on and on and on it would just switch but you'd always have a book. Um, Ooh, I, I have think a for uh, I think he would always have um, probably like a candle that feels very practical and Spigooberish. Mm. Um, and I feel like even though he's a dwarf with dark vision, he would have the candle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's I nice. think maybe the other Candle's thing would nice. be, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. He's done this entire thing without it, not in his voice. Uh, <gasps> if there was anything else that would be on his bedside, I think it would be, um, if any, I'm trying to think if anyone from the party has given him anything. It would be the one, the one ball bearing that Baz oh located God. object for him and found, and he'd have Aww. it there, thinking of his adventures. Yeah, I love anyway. I love him too. I have a question about the name of. How do you pronounce it? Say it, say it again. The name Spagoober. Are you asking me how you pronounce the name of the main NPC? Because I think I've been saying it wrong. Spagoober. Okay, there we go. Spagoober. Right. How have you been saying it? I've been saying it Spagoober, but I thought I heard Spagoober. You, heard, you like Spagoober. corrected. I, I thought Spagoober. I heard Spagoober. And so I was like, wait a this minute. This intro is amazing. I'm sorry. I was like, I know it's Spagoober. <laughs> it's Spagoober. Okay. Out of the two it's books not that Spagoober had. <laughs> there is a character in the world named Schlotta Nuger. <laughs> no. They're out there. Captain you can Schluger. <laughs> There's also Spagoober. I thought his name was Ryan. Spagoober. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Is that Charlie? <laughs> Are we ready to get on into it? Oh, that's right, Zach. Uh, This is episode 22, Weight of the World. Oh, I love that. I like that we don't find out the episode titles until... Yeah, man. Yeah, we start. Freaking heck yeah, dog. Yeah, but this is episode 22, Weight of the World. Um, It is a level five adventure and our first... Um, And the date is 3488 PB, Tefrar 30. This is the next to last day in the month of Tethrod. Um, so uh, what we're um, uh, what you guys are awaking to is it's just your fifth day on the sea. Um, uh, and I'll let you guys determine what order you wake up in. But um, it's another fair day of, of, of sailing. Um, the weather, not that anyone's above deck yet, but the weather is um, uh, pleasant um, and the ship is moving about as normal. No one wakes any of you guys up. Um, Usually you guys are woken up like for a shift at a position, um, whether to begin your chores with your mentors or for someone to take a watch. Um, one of you is capable now of taking the helm. No one wakes you up this morning um, and you guys just wake up naturally in whatever order that you do. Um, and uh, which which of you is up first? Um, who's the first? Oh, that was so bad. Um, not Boz not Row. Boz already said that he was. No, I didn't. Oh. I'm actually, I stay in bed no, for goes, a while. Oh, yeah. I Rose feel... is asleep, clutching her loot. Oh. Yeah, Still so crying this, through her sleep. In this sleep. super serious <laughs> ultra-gravity scene, who is, yeah. who is first up? Um, I feel like Red has been having nightmares. So she's probably, like, fitfully, okay. like, she probably... Do you wake up in the night or, uh, like, in the early morning? She probably, like, wakes up in the night a couple times, but... She's probably like half snoozing when the first person gets up, so she just gets up with them. Or like maybe the second. Once people start getting up and about, she. Okay. I'll say up. that there's a shift change at about like 3 a.m. Uh, where Bill Free goes um, below deck and uh, Nam comes up. 
And so um, uh, at some point, whatever nightmare you're having, there's like a, a sudden noise in your nightmare and you wake up and it was the sound of um, Nam jumping off of the little rope that hangs down from her little hanging hammock mm -hmm. up at the top. So she just sort of into the deck and her shuffling feet. So you wake up and you in your bunk awake and um, you're in the lower deck of the poor bet, gently rocking back and forth and you can hear the the waves on the outside of the ship um, and the amber light from the mini sconces are just sort of dancing back and forth as you've grown accustomed to. And um, when you shift Nom and her like cat-like nature, her head turns to you, you and there's always that weird experience where for just a second the tupidum lucidum in the back of her eye reflects light so she looks sort of animalistic and then she's just sort of looking at you. So you shoot awake in your bunk and then she's sort of looks at you for a moment. She looks away. And she walks through the many sleeping people and uh, she goes up the ladder. Okay. I'll probably just roll over and try, back, try to fall back asleep. Why don't you make a uh, charisma check for me? Just a general charisma check. 19. Okay. I don't really even know why I bother having you check. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you fall back to sleep. No problem. Or, no, that's not true. Um, you wrestle with everything going on. Um, but uh, surely enough, it's sort of the exhaustion that takes you. Uh, it's, it's a dull numbness. But yeah, otherwise you're back to sleep. Um, is anyone else? Get on next? Do I have any weird dreams at night with all that that I saw, or do I? You just... haven't yet. Okay, you haven't yet. So, yeah. I probably get up like when like the rest of the crew gets up. Okay. So at some point, um, you all can smell the scent of uh, like something kind of extra briny, um, and. Uh, Greta will say that you're roused first in the early morning because basically all four of you guys are just really sleeping in. Um, and when you do, there's some muffled chatter from around you and you wake up and you sit up in your bunk and Spigoober, um is below deck as well as Nam and Plof. Um, and uh, Spigoober is handing out uh, fish sandwiches because Boss has not been up early this morning casting Goodberries, So they are distributing breakfast from the rations that they've had. Um, and uh, they're just passing around items and, and breakfast is being had. And when you sit up in your bunk, um, you look over and Craig is still, I'm like, I'm saying, but I'm confirming. Craig mm -hmm. is still asleep in his bunk, um, Boz and his and Roe below um, Boz's. And uh, Spigoober is, um, uh, he sort of like looks up at you and goes, good morning, Rob. Good morning, Spigoober. Greta, that's what he said, because he knows your name. Good morning, <laughs> um, uh, are you, um, are you hungry? Yes. Yeah. All right. And he uh, he he picks up a loaf of bread. It stops. He thinks for a second. He pushes his thumbs into it and cracks it apart. Uh, and then he shoves a little fish inside and closes it because he's learned what you like. And he walks over to your bunk <laughs> and he raises it up over his head a little bit to hand it up to you. I'm going to hop out and give him a hug. Okay. Um, only because it's like a two or three foot for you. Let's, let's get a little acrobatics check going there. <laughs> Wait, what is she I mean, you have a ladder system and you're electing not to I use didn't, it. I forgot that I had the ladder system. It's fine. I think Greta would. Let's roll. <laughs> is that a natural 20? Nat you 20. absolute animal. <laughs> Can I add my modifier? Uh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. well, 22. <laughs> I did not have Jeez. good acrobatics. I was hoping um, you would How would you like, like to land, you absolute ninja? You gymnast? Like super quietly. Okay, so you just yeah. under the deck, and uh, uh, Spigoober just goes, 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give him a hug. Okay. Thank you, Spagoober. Um, he, uh, he hugs you like kind of an extra second long and pats you on the back and he steps back and you know, he's got a cheery demeanor, but he's got a bit more of a serious mm-hmm. expression. He just says, I'm, I'm glad you're doing okay. Thank you. I appreciate that, Spagoober. Um, you all need anything else today? or? I, I don't. I have this, this sandwich and I think I'm good forever. All right. That's, that's extreme. Okay. Um, all right. He turns around and he walks back behind that main ladder down where his stuff is. And he sits down and he pulls out his little, um, his arcane text and begins flipping through it. Um, do you do anything else? I'm just going to sit down and eat my sandwich. Okay. Can I have woken up when um, Greta and Shpigubri are talking? Okay, I'm going to kind of like wake up and then follow Shpigubri back to his Okay, so you... <laughs> On the <laughs> lower floor. And uh, as you start walking up behind him, I don't know this, but I just kind of assume that Craig's not like a uh, a quiet person. Even though you're you're no longer breathing heavily through a thick mustache, I still feel like <laughs> you still, like you're just loud. His demeanor is loud because he's socially unaware of when he's being a bother. Yeah. So Spagoober just hears you approaching after a moment. He uh, He's like looking down at a book in his head, pops up and he goes, Good morning, Craig. Good morning. Uh, I... I noticed that you were checking up on Greta, just mm-hmm. seeing how she was doing, taking care of her, which I, you know, we all appreciate you taking care of people. Has anyone talked to you and checked up with you? That's a very nice thing to ask. No, uh, but thank you for asking, Craig. You sure are getting, I mean, in such a short time that I've known you, you have become so much more considerate. It's such a nice thing. Thank you. Um, Everyone's saying that. Uh... And he just sort of like freezes for a second. Like you, you get the feeling that he just wasn't prepared for that question. He sort of goes, I, 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 I don't, I'm having a lot of nightmares um, because a guy in the skull mask tried to kill you guys a couple days ago. And then there were pirates. Um, and all I can say is I did not plan on my first voyage going this way. Um, so it's pretty hard, but... It feels like what we're doing is really important. So mm-hmm. I'm down for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to learn how to deal with anything. I, I try to have healthy coping mechanisms that my father taught me from my childhood. So mm-hmm. I have a journal just like yours, and I'm always writing my feelings out in it, and I try to use a lot of I feel statements. Um, and I write letters to my father. Um, I can't ever send them to him because it would cost too much. So when I see him, I just give them all at once. And um, I tell him how I was feeling and what was happening. Um, and every once in a while, I write a letter to my mother, too. Um, she's not alive, but it feels good to do so. Um, but, you know, I'm just trying to work everything. But you know what, Craig? It feels really good that someone asked. Thank you. How are Cooper's mom is dead? How are you doing, big body? Welcome to the club. Oh my! No, hold on. Jeez, oh, Jess. <laughs> Ow! How are you doing, big body? Um, I'm good. I feel uncomfortable being in a small in a, in, in a boat. I appreciate the opportunity of this vessel, but it's quite a challenge, isn't it? It's so small. Two more days. Two more days. Two more days. 48 more hours. And we get to, uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know you know how many hours in a day. That's not, in, very few it's people know that. Know. At this point in history. The big mom! <laughs> um, uh, 
but you're you're okay yeah we have some group conflict right now we're trying to I figure know. out yeah. i just but i'll tell you what if i know how to do anything it's how to work through interpersonal conflict i don't know how to kill monsters but i know how to do that so if you guys you know want to talk anything out i can be an intermediary but i don't have to i feel like spagoober the way he's talking to craig right now is like deepening his well, understanding news to, news to craig, of yeah. like that like oh my gosh you can do that <laughs> well and in this point in history probably news to a lot of people but yeah, <laughs> yeah. true true yeah. uh one question mm -hmm. who's your dad oh um oh my father is he's a wonderful man his name is um Yudsigny. um Yudsigny? Mm -hmm. uh and for anyone who's trying to take notes because i know you guys are all oh, doing that all right. now um it's spelled y-u-h-d Y-U-H-D. Apostrophe S-I-G-N-I. Apostrophe S-I-G-N-I. And uh, he okay. continues and he says, um, that's it. I actually am, um, you know, I, I feel like we, the terrible things we have been through recently has put us in a close-knit group. Mm -hmm. So um, my name's not actually Spaguber. Um, it's what I... Um, it's uh, it's it's what I want to call myself because oh my um, I didn't love my name growing up, um, and this is I sort of reinvented myself when I left, and it's what I like to be called. It's like a nickname, you know. Um, but my name is Tyog Signy. Um, if anyone taking notes, is T Y O G. T Y O G. Apostrophe and then Signy in the exact same way. Signy. Can I ask why you didn't like your original name? Well, I did like it, but um, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not normal. Um, where I'm from, people don't talk like me, um, and I don't know why I talk like this either. Uh, I, I think, you know, I'm not. We're both uh, dwarves, right, yeah. Craig? Um, but you know, you're a dwarf. You're, you're, you're big and you are strong and your beard gets really big and your hair is, is good and, and you are, you are dwarfish. Um, and I'm from dorm where there are so many dwarves. Um, but I wasn't like, I wasn't like the other dwarves when I was a kid. Um, and both my parents are dwarves, but I just turned out a little funny. Um, I was always smaller and weaker and... I talked funny from an early age, and I think when I was younger, I didn't understand that other people were making fun of me, so I leaned into it more. And so um, it sort of turned into a nervous habit, and then I couldn't stop. Um, so I started talking a little differently. Um, and I, I lied the other day when you asked if I knew about my eye. I know about it. I don't know why it does it. Um, and people used to make fun of me for that, too. Um, and I was just never very strong like the other dwarven boys. And um, pe people were not very nice to me when I was young. Um, and so that made things very hard. Um, they used to be very mean. Um, but I have very wonderful parents. Um, my mother died when I was very young. And that's... 
I mean, you know in Dwarvish that there is a word that sounds a lot like not have, that sounds like Tyog. So other kids would, would compare my name to not having a mother. Um, and that really hurt it at school. Um, and so I... But when I was having a hard time, my father would talk to me about how... He always told me about my mother, who was like a hero, he would say. She was kind, and she made the world a better place. And um, he, he worked with paper. He made fine paper. And that's why I love books. Um, because I w it was hard to do things with the other kids, but I could always read the book. Um, and uh, I would read books about adventurers, and that's what I always wanted to be. And I had a little wooden sword that I would, you know, kill imaginary monsters with. Um, but whenever I had a hard day at school, I would come home, and my, my father would tell me that, Spiguber, other people are mean because things hurt them. And um, as I got older, I started to understand more that that was true. And people don't understand each other. And hurt people hurt people, you know? So I decided that who I was wasn't bad. It was just different. And... It occurred to me one day that even though people like me were never the heroes in a story, somebody had to be writing the story, and somebody had to be sailing adventurers around, and somebody had to make sure that their armor was clean and they had fun. And I realized that I could still be a hero, you know? Um, my father offered for me to go into his paper business, and I worked in it for a little while, but I just realized one day that I think I could do more. Um, and my father, he's a very good man, and he's supportive of me, and he said that he believed in me wherever I go. So I started um, working with some of his trading partners, and because um, his paper would get shipped many places. And um, I started working on their ships and learning how to sail, and then I started working on other ships, and after many years, I became a first mate. And then I met you all, and I just told myself, one day when I met heroes, I would, I would help write their stories and make sure they got where they were going. Um, because, like I have said, the world needs heroes. So it's been hard um, because I wasn't ready for all of this. I kind of, I panicked every time, you know. I got really scared when the pirates were here. Um, I'm so glad they didn't find their bosses the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, that general is really scary. But everybody's scared sometimes. So... I call myself Spigoober because my father used to call me his little goober. And uh, sometimes dwarvens have the, have the abbreviation spe at the beginning, so Spigoober. Aw. You know, Spigoober, I gotta say, I'm so happy that I'm here on this boat with you. I'm happy you are too. And I know that the way you've described your mom, that she would be very happy with where you turned out. I know. And I also know Thank you, Craig. that if you ever come across one of those bullies again, you can just, you know, share a story or two about how you f helped people fight a general and almost oh, came in I contact. Oh, if I come across a bully, I'll just tell him, you better not let my friend Craig hear you. Oh, yeah, you better know <laughs> it. Or he'll come roughing you up. He'll, he'll <laughs> fall asleep naked you. on your bathroom. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I'll, I'll just tell them that he, they better watch out for you. Yeah. Yeah, I have your back, man. I got your back. All right. Um, And same here. If you have things that you, like, I know. share. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go eat fish. Okay. Bye, Spielberg. And uh, make a perception check. Okay, okay. Why am I not? I cast Guide into my sleep. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I'm cast, uh, constantly no, casting you know. Guidance all the time. What's your passive perception? Huh? What's your passive perception? Wait, no, wait. That would be a 10. My passive perception? 11. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. It's high enough. Um, really? So technically you didn't what have do to I make see? that roll, but you still made it, so I'll record it. Um... Uh, with an 11 was legitimately DC. I promise I'm not throwing you a bone. Okay. Um, you do notice as you turn away that, that Spagoober like sort of smiles a little bit for a second and, and he wipes a tear out of his eye and he goes back oh. to what he was reading. Um, but yeah, Spagoober. you turn around and there's... Where? And there... Oh, I was just going to say, where is, where does Spagoober usually sit? Like, where was this? Well, I was definitely going to have the bottom deck drawn out by now, but I don't. So, um, <laughs> the way that it's organized, um, if you have the ship, um... It's, you know, it's like, uh, it's, um, Craig's hammock here and Teller sleeps under that. And then Bill Free and Ploff's hammock is here. I mean, he's randomly sleeping. Uh, he's rarely sleeping under Craig. Yeah. They're usually switching shifts of some sort. And then Boz's, uh, hammock, like Boz and Greta have the two back hammocks and mm -hmm. you sleep under Boz's. And then in the very back of the ship behind the ladder that leads down from the uh, trap door on the top deck, there's like a little section, like sort of hollowed out in the floor. And that's where Spagoober, like, cause the chest um, not the like the stuff that the items that you guys are ferrying in the crates on the side, but his chest in in the back with all the ship's belongings is there, and he sleeps right in front of that. So that's where he is. So he's he's directly right of you to your to the could, right and back of you. Could I roll to see if that woke me up or something, or if I overheard? Sure, anything? yeah, make a make a perception check at disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's a nineteen. Oh my god. Disadvantage? <laughs> no, no, there oh, was a okay. 19 and then there that was the first roll. Sorry. Okay, okay. And then and then I rolled a 10 um plus 6, so 16. Yeah, <laughs> How does it feel to live it's my dream? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, right, you definitely you know what the most insulting clip. part of all of that is? 16 is your passive perception. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Ro, you wake up. Okay. What are you What are you doing there? Pokemon. Um, I get up. I just kind of sit on the floor there, okay. <laughs> under under Boz's bunk. Um, as you and wake I'm... up, um, the floor is textured all around you. It's got this. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen um where people um throw saline solution across wood and then put uh, an electrical current into it and it like burns patterns into the wood? Mm-hmm. That's what the pattern of the staff is doing to the bottom of the boat. It's not charred because it's not electricity, but it's it looks. It looks sort of like um, like when you have termites. It's like mm, that kind of discoloration, yeah. but it's not grooved into the wood. It's just discolored patterns and like arcing electrical looking patterns from where the roots of the staff are being moved into the deck. And now that Boss has been moving it around, it's starting. To, it's like the back quarter of the ship is starting to look that way. Could and I say that wow. I stuck it to the ceiling and that it, it does, would it stay there? Did you stick it to the ceiling? Yeah. It stayed there. Okay, cool. So you're oh starting to do it to the ceiling too. <laughs> so when you wake up, the staff oh. is upside down this morning. <laughs> Who's gonna hit it? Who's gonna hit anyway, it? Um, you are up. There, I'm though. not hitting it. Um, I just I sit you, under. She's not tall enough. I, oh, oh. oh, it's true. Um, I get up and uh, are they still passing out food? Yeah, people, or are, no? people are passing out food. 
Um, I guess I, I guess I, I, I am not taking my loot out of my hands. It's just still like in my hand. Um, and I go get something to eat. Okay. There's a fish sandwich. About half the crew is now eating Very fish groggily. sandwiches. Because a lot of them have decided that it's a pretty good way to eat breakfast. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can, you can take one. Um, it tastes, okay. um, dull and flavorless compared to Boss's Good Berries, but you're, you're eating. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I think I'm gonna go because I don't want to like sit underneath Boz because he's still asleep. I guess so. I can I is there like space for me to just go s silent, awkwardly yeah. go sit by Spagoober? <laughs> okay, yeah. So you 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 travel to the back. Um, Spagoober's reading uh, his book. Um, it's interesting. It's full of uh, it's full of. Do you speak Dwarvish? No. It's well. The text all in the book is dwarvish, so you you cannot read it. But it's full of symbols, arcane symbols that you're not terribly familiar with, and some diagrams. Um, he's flipping through pages, and he says, "Good morning, Rowena." Oh, uh, hello, Spagoober. Um, uh, good good morning. Uh, how how are you? How are you this morning? I'm okay. How are you? Eh, um. I can definitely say that I've been a lot better, uh, but I'm taking it one minute at a time this morning. Uh, well, there's not any pressure, but do you want to talk about anything? You don't have to. Um, would I, uh, uh DM, would I know that it's like a book of spells, even though I can't read it? Make a, uh, history check. That would be a 14. Um, you are not familiar with this. Okay. Oh. I'm trying to decide whether to ask him this. Um, what did he just ask me? I can't remember now. Um, uh, it, oh, he said, would you like to talk, talk about? about it? Um, Spagoober, I know you, uh, and, and let me know if this is, uh, this is maybe too much to ask um, but uh i i know that you know a, a little bit of, of magic i was just wondering uh do you know if you could uh if you would possibly be able to fix this and i show him my loot all right now you're lit um yes i could do that um, really yes of course um could could you turn it a bit more toward me? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So you turn it over in your lap, and there's that small fissured crack in the back. And he goes, "Oh, this is this is one of the things I'm best at. Actually, this is why I got hired on my first ship." And, really? Um, he begins muttering something under his breath that you don't recognize, and he lifts out a finger and sort of touches a point in space, and then he and then he puts two f fingers at uh, different other points in space and begins rotating them. And as he does. These three little glyphic symbols that you don't recognize, just sort of boom, 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 in pale light that you don't recognize. And as he turns them, another one appears in front of his thumb. And you start realizing that he's got his fingers in very specific points. And he's rotating them. And as he does, additional circles are appearing in space. You've seen people spell cast this way in the past. Um, you're aware that's not how you and your constituents have. But you've, you've probably met a wizard before. And this is, um, yeah. this is what he's doing. So as he rotates... He sort of knocks it clockwise, and then he brings his hand into the center, and all the symbols burst. And this little light flourishes out to your loot, mm -hmm. and it sort of rushes over it. 
nothing happens. He goes, oh, that's weird. Sorry. Um, and he repeats the incantation and he locks his fingers to the points in space and he rotates them and closes them again and they disappear. He goes, I'm sorry, Rowan. I don't, I don't know why that's not working. Um, oh, that, that's okay, uh, Shpigoober. I'm actually not really sure either. Um, but thank you. It, it means a lot. Thank you so much for, uh, trying. Are you sure you're okay? Um, it's all right if you I will be. Okay, right. Thank you, thank you. Of course. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go finish my uh, sandwich over here. Good sandwiches. And she, he turns around yeah. and he uh, flips to another page. He he flips to a page in his book and you see the three p symbols that you recognized in a series of other symbols. And he's like sort of combing over it, trying to figure out what went wrong. But yeah, okay. Uh, do you do anything else? Uh, no, I think I just sit in silence and finish my sandwich for now. Okay. Um, uh, she cannot fix her car radio, so now she just sits in silence. That's a 21 <laughs> Pirates joke. Oh, oh my so god. Good. Good. Dang. That was, um, that, was, that was good. Sorry. That was good. Um, <laughs> bow. But inspiration. <laughs> yeah, inspiration to um, the DM. <laughs> uh, Boz is awake. He's been awake for a while, but he's just kind of like in his hammock. Um, just going. he doesn't really have real privacy because I mean it's an open hammock in a big room but the sides do kind of come over him and give Your him like it, yeah. yeah it gives it like a false sense that, like he's like hidden from view um, so he's there thinking a lot about what old said how Greta still doesn't trust him and he's frustrated and he's doesn't trust Tello now he feels like Tello's hiding something from him about all the colors and the magic. Um, and he... He's he's neglecting to get up because he knows that he doesn't have to look. <laughs> he doesn't have to deal with, with any of it. Um, but he's very hungry. So um, he gets up, uh, and kind of sits on the edge of his hammock and hops off and, and uh, kind of goes up to find this a fish sandwich. And then... The, uh, the, oh. the barrels are open, you know, to gather items. You can put it together. Yeah. He reaches up. He oh, yeah. grabs the... You, you you grab the staff in the moment your hand is on it. The roots... Down mm -hmm. on the top. And gather it together down. and you flip it over in your hand. Yeah. yeah. Then I, uh, I go find myself a nice uh, good fish sandwich. Okay. It tastes fine. Um, uh You guys are struck by the fact that um, no one has asked you guys for any shift changes at any point. Um, no one's asked you to take a watch. Mm. Um, no one's asked you to do any activities or chores. Um, but your, your, your mornings go on normally. Um, people are moving in between their shifts. Um, at some point, uh, go back up above deck, Shpagoober as well. People are just trading out their shifts and going through another day of sailing. I want to go up to, um, the, the, oh, what is it called? The wheel, the spinny wheel. Helm. The, the helm. Wheel. But I, I think it should be called the spinny wheel. I like the spinny wheel. <laughs> I go up. That's that's the sort of confidence that that'll make Bill Free confident in your ability to sail this vessel. I did spinning wheel thing. Uh, he okay. goes up there. Like Uber would like that name for the you wheel. Move, uh, the you move up deck, and it's another it's another um, infinite horizon of deep azul and um, ceaseless indigo above you on an open spring day on the Skillianazga, um, one of the last days of spring, and uh, you can just start to feel the temperature. Um, moving above, like, placid to, like, slightly warm. Um, 
uh, you're near the equator. And mm -hmm. uh, not that this would be information that Vaz knows specifically, but you can feel that. And um, you can hear the dull spray of the waves, calm seas. And um, Tella was up deck, uh, sitting near the front. He's like sort of leaned back on a railing, just sort of looking over the edge at the infinite blue. And um, uh, Spigoober is at the helm. And um, Bill Free is up deck, just sort of, he's standing very resolute. Um, and he has a sword at his side. He's just watching over the waters. I um, get the feeling that the pirate encounter got to him the other day because he's got the spyglass in his hand and he just keeps looking at the horizon. <laughs> Spigoober, you said? Uh, Bill Free. Bill Free. Spigoober's at the helm. That's no, okay. okay. Is anyone else up deck? Just as um, I'm going to say that I, I followed Boz, if that's okay. Okay. I'm going to be up there just laying on the top of the deck. Okay. Just like <laughs> looking up at the sky. <laughs> yeah. It's a good view. And maybe you don't even have your armor on right now. You're just in your clothes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I did my hair differently. Okay, I'm sorry, Bob. <gasps> no, 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 no. How take him, please. Micah, take the stage. Take the stage. What do we have to like tie up right here? Well, you're a dwarf, mm -hmm. so your people would have like like it's up to you. It depends on how you say Craig does his hair. Um, but dwarves would have clasps. Um uh, like metal clasps for mm -hmm. sections of your hair that when they were braided and tied into knots, you could put at the end. Um, yeah, a whole lot, a whole lot like uh, like those that you would get in like um, dreadlocks, you mm -hmm. know, in real people. But yeah. Well, I mean, like like it was stated before, Craig's hair was just like it's been like, a mess out. as long as people have known you. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna say that he gets really sick of it being in his face, and so he takes half of the hair and then puts it up into like like a really messy bun with like a clip. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have a clip, but we we could just you say like a like clip. a length of like a clasp. Oh. Sorry, that's semantics. I apologize. Yeah, you Fine. have a metal clasp up there. You've got a very messy bun. Mm -hmm. You said half on one side. No, like it's like half. Oh, okay, <laughs> half, half the top. Half on that makes half more side. sense. Half I would up, half down. <laughs> yeah. So half, okay. Yeah. The rest yeah. is spilling down. Your lions made behind you. But um, you've got a messy top knot. And he raided the braid on his beard. Okay. So. Yes. Gotcha. Like Would my natural perception clock that? Yes. Nice hair, Craig. <laughs> Looks good. Thanks, man. All right. Would my natural perception be Clock able to detect <laughs> my my friend? Make a hair check. <laughs> hey, it doesn't um, pass for a lot of make guys. Make a cosmetology okay? check. Oh, I love that skill. <laughs> fourth level um, cosmetology. But I want to, if we're, if it's okay, if I go back to where I, um, yeah, yeah. No, I want to sure. go talk to Spigoober on the helm. Okay. So you walk up and Spigoober catches you out of the corner and is like, good morning, guys. Good morning, Spigoober. Um, uh, how are you? Do how are you doing? I'm I'm okay. Um, I had a really nice conversation with Craig this morning. Okay, good. Um, but um, it's it's a lot. Yeah. Um, you guys are great, but this is a lot more than I was intending. Um, but here we are. I feel like um. Uh, I don't want to lie to you. Um, I told you back at the dock when we were leaving that was the worst of it. I just want you to know what you're getting into before we get any farther. I don't know what this is going to be like, but there's a good possibility that it's going to get a lot harder. But no matter what, I, I don't want to speak for everybody else in the party, but we are here and we are together. And no matter what happens, we're doing it together. We're not separate. We're all one group now, and that's how that's how we do things. So, um, I wanted to give you the option to. I, I don't really know how how else to say it to, to to go separate ways at Home Cove if you didn't feel 
but I would love to travel with you. I love this so much, um, but I don't want to lie to you. I don't want to do that. Goober sort of looks forward across the front of the poor bet for a second. He looks out over the ocean. The ocean uh, spray and wind is ruffling his tiny little cotton blonde hair all around his head, his little fro that he's got done. And he sort of uh, takes in a deep breath and closes his eyes and goes. If, uh, where are you going after home, Kyle? Okay, DM. Ooh, um, where's the place with the magic plants? Oh, um, Vashtan. Vashtan. And you and Tello had talked about, uh, Alaban. Alaban and Vashtan? Um, after Home Cove, there's a stop I wanted to make with Tello at Alaban. Oh, I've never been there. I, I, I had to think for a second to remember the name of it. Um, but after that, <laughs> there's a place I would love to go visit. It's very out of the way, um, in Vashtan. So how would you be getting there? Uh, with you. Or else we'd have to find... I don't know what there would exactly. be. Exactly. So if you need somewhere to say, I love him. I love him. Oh, I want to hug him. You're a really great captain, Spoogoober. His face gets a little serious and he goes, You're a good man, Bows. So when we get to Home Cove, um, I, what can we do to this? You know, oh, sorry. I didn't know there was a dog off in the world. I mean, I knew about him because you had to know about him. He's like, oh, spooky. But, you know, I didn't know that he was there. I didn't know about him at all. But I didn't know there was a you either. So maybe that kind of evens things out, you know? I hope so. I like what you're doing to the ship. Never been much of an interior <laughs> decorator, but I feel like you are. I don't. Uh, Boz noted. He can't feign ignorance. He's noted. <laughs> He's seen it. Um, I think I I'm glad you like it because I don't know how to keep it from happening. So um. neither do I. We're just, <laughs> hey, this whole thing is sort of you know the silver linings, right? Yes, exactly. Um, speaking of the ship, mm -hmm. we're going to be in some very big open water. We are for a long time, and I want to know what it would take to prepare this ship for anything. Like what I oh. like the priorities. Like if we, I mean that's a good question. Um. This ship is capable of some amazing things, but it does come with its drawbacks. And I don't know what we can do other than just sort of putting provisions on it. Okay, so there's not like... Okay. The man who sold it told me, told me, it can make it through anything. He didn't have all of his teeth and he had an eye patch. And I don't want to assume, but he had more daggers than I know a person should. So <laughs> I think maybe there might have been disingenuousness to his sale, but... Um, I believe in our ship, but honestly, Paz, I don't know what we could do to it. Um, okay. I mean, it's too light to put armor on it, and it can't hold a cannon, and cannons kind of scare me. Um, someone told me once that if you put the, the hatch down, it's like water tight, and it can even go, like, if a wave comes over it, it'll be okay. <laughs> okay. I hope we don't find that out, but... It would be awful for the person at the helm, but for everybody below deck, they'd be really good. <laughs> I guess we would tie ropes to ourselves. Can we get, like, shoes, like, bolted to the floor you in know, front of I the helm? You know, I haven't thought about this, but if we are in a storm, the water will be really close to the edge. We should buy some extra ropes the next time we're in part. What are ropes going to do? Tie ourselves to the edge of the ship, I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. And then he gets this, like, sort of nervous look and looks back forward. Is there any type of, like, magic or glyph that we could put on the boat? 
to like I'm still learning about things. I mean I could ask. Okay. Well, if you so I guess if you want to do when we're in home code research, is yeah. research some stuff about but what we could do to the ship. Um how long do we have the ship for? Um I mean I love rockets from the guy. Oh, so it's ours? Yeah. Okay. Nobody else's. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, Sorry. That's it. Okay. Wait, does okay. Boz actually say that? I like to imagine the Boz does. Yeah, he does do that. Yeah. Um, if we if we need to move to a different ship one day, would that be bad? Would you be sad? I mean, uh, no. I love this little one, but maybe this could be like our personal sailing ship. Okay. Um, but you know, I mean, maybe it has upsides. I don't know what they are, but I bet it has them. How much would be a ship to like be regular? From my understanding, it's like ten to thirty thousand gold, uh, maybe fifty thousand, depending on the ship. We have platinum, right? Uh, that uh, one platinum is ten gold, <gasps> and so we have like one point six thousand gold, Ooh, which is a lot, but not ship by not any. a boat. No shit. Okay. Boats are a lot. Um, You're a lot. All right. Okay. <laughs> but we are going to make the most of what we have. It's like what we did. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you need like any help, any ship change? Because I no one's coming to get me. I've been yet. sailing for a little bit. Would you like to? Take yeah. A yeah. I'll take it. I'll okay. Take it. All right. And it gives you like an awkward thumbs up, and then he walks by you, and then as you go by, you just hear a softly butt browse, and then he goes back down below deck, um, and you are at the helm, boss. Yeah. Okay, I have my hands on the helm and I am uh, taking it the same way that it was going, okay. and I'm not jerking it for Bro, sure. That's you're funny. still you're still below deck, right? Yes. The spookgooper goes down. He goes, um, Rowena, would you go up above deck and help Bows with a nav? Just make sure he's got navigation right as he sails. Oh uh, yeah, I I can do that. Um, Thank you. Sure. Of course. And he goes back to his stuff. You go above deck. Um, I'd like you to make a. Oh, unless you had something else. Oh, I was just, I still have my loot in my hand, by the way. I'm mm -hmm. not letting it go. Uh, I was just going to ask, do I know, like, does it sound different or anything? Because Sounds, the... sounds pretty the same. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What were you saying? Uh, you, go, you go above deck. Um, Spagoober pulls out the compass and tosses it to you, and you catch it as you go up. Um, so if you go up top, I'd like you to make a, uh, oh, you don't need the compass. <laughs> every time I'd like you to every make, time I'd like you to make the uh, survival check um, okay. uh, with your keen mind feet and so I've been thinking on this so last time we <laughs> talked about how you always know where north is um, mm -hmm. which does make sense um, and you have keen mind so you can always remember where your heading is supposed to be um, but orienting yourself visually on a horizon and understanding how to guide a ship correctly still takes skill. So what I, the rule going forward is navigation for, checks for you can just be made at advantage so their okay. survival checks made it advantage. That that's still really bad. strong. Um, yeah. But, uh, and maybe walking somewhere, you could always know where mm -hmm. you were trying to head. But like determining headings when you're not sure where you are, there's still situations where survival could apply. Okay. What? Or maybe the... like setting the stars or something like that. Or, or... <laughs> well, no, actually, seriously, yep. that can help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do I make this at advantage? Mm hmm. Okay. <laughs> Not one. <laughs> or 14, which is 18. Jeez. That oh, my oh, my gosh. Also, what time is it when I go up Um, there? It's like midday. Okay. Or as Abby would put it, 
the sun's sort of okay. about like, okay. sun's like right here. Okay. Okay. On a scale of kumquat to cucumber, you know, it's guys, sort of a in my app. brain, everything I do and say <laughs> makes absolute sense. <laughs> and it's bet. funny because actually it does for me too. Um, yeah. So she uh, gets me, bro. With an eighteen, you're aware that Boss has it pretty on course, but he he could pull a little bit to the left. Okay. Um. So I go up there and uh, I say, uh, uh, "Hey, Balls. Uh, uh, Shpagoober had me uh, come up here just to just to make sure you know we're going in the right direction." Am I? Do uh, I have it right? Is it going? Uh, I think you could you could go a little bit to the left there. All right, I move the ship like the wheels very gingerly a little bit to the left. Yeah, just, just for the fun of it, let's make oh a my gosh. Oh, let's no. make a general dexterity check. Oh, man. That's what I like to see. That's what I. That's what I like to see. It's a natural one. No. And now you're three in front of the next nearest person. So, um, bro, you go. You can pull the the ship side to the left, and Boz goes. <laughs> <laughs> and like shoves it too hard and the ship just from in the water and like Tello falls over from where he's sitting Craig's and, already laying down um, yeah Craig you like roll a little bit Pilfrey um, uh, has to catch himself on the edge he turns around and he goes watch it she said to go to the left she said to go to the left I said, I said a little course. bit to the left balls just a little a tiny bit to the left why don't, uh, why don't you make another dexterity check as Ro uh, readjusts your course a natural 20. I'm not even oh lying. That's a natural 20 right there. I cannot Look at it. I Look see at it. it. I, that's not cocked or anything. The odds of that are wild. Holy oh crap, my dude. What's the total check? Uh, he said, I'm just... I'm, oh my gosh. So dexterity? That's 24. So, that's so wild. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that in person. I love that that just happened just now. Wait, what? I don't get it. I just rolled a one natural and one, and, one and then I rolled a natural 20 on the second check. Oh, you check. rolled a natural one first. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we've had natural 20s before. I don't no, understand. Like special like, about it. Like is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so then wow. pause, you like get all like sort of offended and then you just perfectly glided into place and Bill Free like sort of narrows his eyes at you in his head trying to figure out whether or not you did that to mess with him but he just sort of turns back to the water and goes back to looking at the I make a deception check uh, I'm just kidding I'm just you kidding. don't know what to do but anyway um, so yeah you guys are on course uh, the, the, the ship uh, returns itself to proper course and otherwise okay. just a day is anyone doing anything else? Uh, I want to ask Ro a question okay that's fast um, okay. Ro so I, I saw that you had like a I and mean, we all saw that you had that magic where you could just immediately know what the orb was and meet old and made that whole thing happen. Oh, um, uh, yeah. I have something else that I would love for you to do that too. <laughs> more lore, more lore, more lore. More. Um, we love lore. Well, what is it, Paul? <laughs> Uh, what, what do you want me to, to it's, identify? It's a heart that's still beating in a glass jar. <laughs> okay then. Um, I got it at a witch's house. You know, you know uh, and I just want, I'm raising my hand and making it extremely clear that I am not doing this, what I'm about to say, for Zach's benefit. But I truly 100% believe this would be Rose. Uh, uh, answer to his question. <laughs> um, balls. I, I, 
I would actually be happy to um to do that. I just I don't I don't really think I'm up to it uh right yeah. now. There's just a lot a lot of a lot of stuff going on in my head and um I don't really know if I could if I could handle uh, oh, yeah. much any more information running through it uh, right now. I can um, only imagine what would happen. I'm just trying to process right. a lot. But I, I, I definitely would, would love to. Uh, maybe later or maybe, maybe once we get to home code. or something. Maybe once yeah, we get that to might, home. Yeah, that might be a good idea. Um, okay. But definitely, I, I would be happy to. I'll just, I, not right now. Okay. I just want to make sure it's not dangerous because I also have this knife that'll kill anything if I stab it in the heart. So if it oh. like ends up being really bad, we can just like stab it. And um, anyways, that's neither here nor there. But um, okay, yeah. I mean, that, I I know I I definitely think uh, we should we should see uh, what what uh, what it's all about. Um, yeah, it's but, um, uh, yeah, it's weird. Uh, anyways. Um, I have one more question for you, if that's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was wondering if you'd be... I don't know. I. It's okay, it's okay if you say no, but I was wondering if there's any way that you'd play me a song. Oh. What? Let Maybe not like a scary one or, or um, like a serious one. Not like, a scary one. Um. Everyone's told me how good you are at Thanks. And I heard you play and it was really good. Um and that really helped that was a really stressful moment when we first met you, and I'm not gonna lie, your music really helped um get us through the door, so Oh uh, Oh yeah, yeah. I I I uh actually you know what? I uh a lot of times playing kinda helps me uh work through my my thoughts anyway. Um we can we can definitely do that. Uh, where you wanted me to play right now, or uh, no? It's I mean you don't have to. It's just I, I mean I can. I, I mean, I wouldn't say no if you wanted if you wanted to. Um. <laughs> um. There's no yeah, rush yeah, anything, Jackie. Uh. Uh, oh, uh. No. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I I could I could I could do something right now. Uh. If if everyone else is is okay with with that, Craig sticks his thumb up as a response. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna walk <laughs> over and like plop down next to Boz's feet. I guess I don't know where y'all are standing. Well, I'm so gonna, Boz like, is okay. Hold on, we have a map. We have a map. Where's the map? 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 I'm the map. Oh no! Solve my riddle. Wait, Landon is here at the helm, and then Roe is standing kind of right next to him, so to the left of the helm, I assume. Jackie, and then Craig is a bit further forward, sort of in between. Um, the Winnie Spiely Turney thing that I can all of a sudden not remember the name for that pulls the anchor out of the ocean. It's called the Spiel. Nope, but it has a name and I don't remember it. Um, between that, <laughs> that and the track. So Craig is laying down right here. <laughs> Tello's up near the prow, reclining against the uh, the railing, and then Bill Free's like over to the right next to the stairs. Mm. Mm. So where do you want to be? Um. She's pointing. Okay, so you sit down right in between Row and Boz and you. I'm gonna like plop down facing Row. 
Okay. It'd be weird if you were facing God. <laughs> well, I'm not. Rogue so. starts performing. You turn away from her. <laughs> be like, okay, I'm I see where Greta that. stands with me right now. <laughs> um, Tello turns his head backward and just sort of looks in your direction. Feel free to keep watching. Uh oh, yeah. Um. So, uh, I mean, if everyone else is okay with it, I guess all of you are. Uh, I haven't performed in a few days. Uh, not really. I mean, besides kind of fiddling all, on the loop myself. But uh, it helps me. So, I don't know. Maybe this song might might uh, help everyone else. This, is, uh, this isn't my song that I wrote, but... Uh, as far as I know, I was told that my mother used to sing this to me when I was a baby, and then uh, my aunt used to sing it to me when I was little. Um, you guys might, I don't know if anyone else would know this, but uh, I guess uh, this this is uh, the Chaos Mage. Okay, so um, uh, Ro sits down and puts her lute in her lap. How do you begin playing, Ro? Um, I don't know. I, I just look at everyone and I uh, I start, kind of make sure it's in tune and then I just start strumming. Do you think that you have seen him betwixt the shade of an alley perhaps? You would know better if you had For his mad laughter would have rung out from Some of your strange mishaps Lend your ear, old child Give me a moment between your play For I tell you of a strange fellow I tell you of Nifty this day Ask your mother, she'll tell you of a warrior And the many beasts he slew She'll tell you of a great hero child Greatest that she ever knew Ask your father, old child He'll tell you of a madman and a shade A frightful vagabond old child Who only in revelry could be paid This is the mage of chaos child Nifty is the chaotic mage One thing that we may say of him Old child whatever he was From his history he will not fade The chaotic mage Oh the chaotic mage Ooh, The chaotic mage Ooh, The chaotic mage uh, Oh my uh, gosh uh, Greta uh. Isn't that the dude you were talking about? Um, so Greta is staring like awestruck at Ro right now. Um, I, I, and I want to say, um, I think after Ro finishes the song, she, uh, she kind of sits back down and she's trying to, to hold back tears. Oh, yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> 
And Greta's just staring at Ro. So, you're sort of holding back tears, Ro. Everyone else is there as well. Wow, Ro, and there's a, there's a long silence after you're done. That was that was really good. I think Boss finally just kind of nods knowingly, seeing Ro, and and that was really good. Oh, thank thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. That's what we needed. Yeah. I think Boz is looking at the spot in the ship where the globe was. Just kind of staring over there. It's wild how from everything you all saw the other day, it's just bare wood. As if nothing had ever happened. I think Craig's going to go up to Roe. Like, because he was just laying... Like on the deck, but he's gonna go up. Um, and he's gonna sit by her and Ro. I know this is a really challenging time for you, and I and I know that it it's hard singing those songs. But time heals, okay? And he's gonna give her like a quick little side hug, just like a quick comfort, like yeah. Oh, uh, thank thank you, Craig. But. Uh... That means a lot. And Ro kind of, uh, Ro kind of, uh, like, hugs. Anyone do anything else? Um, what are, wh who else was on deck? It was Tello, uh, Bill Free. What are they doing, just out of curiosity? Um, Bill Free's not looking at you all. And Tello, uh, he's just looking at you from the other the other end of the ship, practically. Um, and uh, he just has a very... <clears throat> Make an inside check. Okay. That's a one, and I'm going to burn my inspiration because okay. I feel like it. <laughs> Ro doesn't roll ones. <laughs> Oh, I swear to God, I'm not joking. That was a natural 20. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? You're what? Are you serious? Did that so happen? It's a 22. I swear. What is happening? I, I want to do I'm math not to lying. See what that would I be. swear. <laughs> a 22 total for insight? Yeah. Wow. What? Why can't I what be with y'all today? <laughs> yeah, the whole day is just, well, look at what you can't do, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had three nat 20s already this session. That's crazy. Holy crap. But the fact okay. Um, well, with a 22, um, Tello's giving you a very... He, he's not easy to read at large, but he's got a very um, layered expression on. It's very calm and even, but um, his eyes are very expressive. And he's looking directly at yours. There's some distance, so it's not too intense, but... Um, his, his arms are still uh, reclined up against the back of the railing against him, and he's leaning back there, but it just looks like he's really deep in thought. And he looks like he's both empathizing and also trying to process something. Like, he looks like he's... It seems like he's sitting in a bit of emotional connection, but he's not saying anything. He's just sitting there at the front of the vessel. I'm gonna... Uh, Ro finished her song, and I was awestruck for a little bit, and I stared at her. Um, and then I think I'm just, Greta just didn't say anything. And I think she pulls out her spyglass and she's like looking at the spyglass now. 
oh, I was like, you have a spyglass? And then I remembered, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah okay, so you we'll get right to your thing, uh, Craig. But, uh, Greta, you plot, you rest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You could. Apparently. <laughs> Um, I know you can do that now. So you pull out your uh, you pull out your rusted spyglass and you pull it out. You look into it. Mm, no, I'm just gonna. Well. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm gonna pull it out and study it. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna pull out and like look at it and just like turn it over in my hand. Okay. Physically manipulating it, looking at it. It's a strange thing. Um, I mean, you know much more about what it does now because you used that um, that ability of yours and you're aware of what it essentially is mm -hmm. um but it's just this strangest it's uncommonly light in your hands and it's got that strange rusted patina all over it it's an it's an odd item to say the least um mm -hmm. craig you head below deck um nom is uh nom has one of the spare pieces of wood um <clears throat> that Billfrey took apart from the barrel she has it propped up in a corner and she's just standing uh, four feet back from it and she's got one of her daggers in her hands and she's she's um, like leaning her arm over and just <laughs> sticking it in it, walking up, pulling it out, taking a few steps back and <laughs> sticking it in it. She's just throwing it into the board again and again, practicing. So he's going to go up to Nam and he's uh, can I try? He's going to say, can I try? Okay. She's sort of like right in the middle of pulling it out. She pulls it out. Can I make a Christmas check? Maybe. Um, she's, she can also just be her own character when she wants okay. to. Oh, and she goes... Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. She and she, she does this thing where she tilts the blade back in her hand, catches it in between her pinky and her fore and her like ring finger, and then like she basically like, rolls it across her fingers, grabs it to the back, and she just holds it blade forward with the hilt, or the, the blade in her hand hilt toward you. Can I say that Craig grabs it as if like he has experience? Because wouldn't he? Wouldn't he? As like a. <laughs> Can I say that I grab it really well? <laughs> um, I don't know how barbarians. The distance between barbarians using large hammers and people dexterously throwing a knife. One could describe that as classes. So I'm going to say that you don't do that. This Especially is... considering what your sleight of hand and dexterity scores are. This is the moment that I realized that um, Katinka has a plus five in strength and a plus four in dexterity. Craig does not. Also, um, <laughs> that's the insanity of how these people roll their characters down. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, so you you pull the knife out of her hand. It's very simple. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, it's different than some of the daggers you've seen. Daggers in Biasta are often large and dense. Um, this one is short and it has a very um, it has a very like sort of rounded shape and comes to a sudden sharp point at the top. Um, it's weighted uncommonly. It's also very small. Um, the whole thing is about that big. Um, hmm. The blade is about a third of that. So the whole thing is maybe four inches. Mm -hmm. um, it's tiny so in your hand, but you are you are holding the knife. She steps back and she just raises a hand and gestures toward the board. Well, I think he's going to take a minute to kind of like look at it. Dull black handle. Well, maybe like some basic iron wrapped in leather. Mm -hmm. You know, I've heard of these. Uh, I use a, a hammer. Huh? It's called a knife. One would hope you had. <laughs> yeah. But like, I use a hammer, so I'm not used to it. But, um, I'm gonna give it a try. And Craig's gonna yeah, look. One second. She huh? walks all the way to the other side of you and goes, okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh. Okay. You really got scared? Okay. Um, so she's... Craig's not a girl. He's going... <laughs> He's gonna look at the, the board that 
It's got a bunch um, of like deep uh, incision marks in it. She's mm-hmm. probably thrown it in this thing 30 or 40 times. Dang. Okay. He's going to look at the board. And in Craig's mind, he's imagining, he's trying to get into like the, the mode of like angry barbarian, angry barbarian. And so he's thinking of the Ketkins, that it's a Ketkin. Okay. And so he's going to try and throw it. Okay, so you reach back and you and your like arm flexes and huck it forward. I'd like you to make a roll to hit. So roll your d20 and you are not going to be able to add your proficiency bonus, but you can add your dexterity modifier. Was Yo. that a natural 20? Yo. Was that a That's natural 20? That's a natural 20. 20. Oh, what is happening Yo. tonight? I love this episode so much. This what is, is happening? What's your dexterity modifier? This is like some um, dream statistics <laughs> stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like some that, dream I luck. have a plus one in dexterity, you guys. I, in my brain, I was thinking I had a plus four. That's why I took this chance. Okay, so Craig, <laughs> you um, you you pull the knife backward and you... And when Nam throws it, it's got this very even balance. Like it turns over end to end. It maybe makes one rotation in your throw, um, but it's just the sheer force plunging it forward and it... Into the wood. It hits... Um, it hits the wood. Uh, it almost splinters the wood completely. <laughs> it goes like maybe a quarter inch of the hilt is sticking out of it um, because you nailed the hit. You're way stronger than she is. So it just <laughs> punches through and half of the thing is sticking out of the back. And Nom like takes a step back. And uh, uh, Plof is also down there. And she like and she's like leaning over the side of her bunk and she just looks up at you and she just goes. And uh, make an insight check. Wait, wait, can I say? Make an insight check. Okay, okay. Oh. oh my gosh. Plop and Craig. Plop and Craig. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> that would be forever. a 19. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Craig. So fun fact, I figured out that my That's subclass so allows me to be proficient in insight. It does. Yeah, so I wrote that in. Hey Yay. man, reading those sheets, it does good stuff. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, when you know your character, good things oh happen. Oh my, <laughs> uh, character? Plus, character? <laughs> you are learning that women at large, you are not, um, you know, the deity's gift to women. Um, Craig doesn't and know you're that. learning how, how you see yourself respectfully, but for the first time ever, yeah, Plof thought that was hot. Um, <gasps> and, uh, but she just, she just, sort of, she just nods for a second. And she lays back down in her bunk. Um, and Nam oh. sort of goes, uh, Nam goes, uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to get my knife back out. So could you go Yeah, that? totally. I mean, I, I didn't get it in the middle, which is kind of, you know, I'll work on it though. But maybe you can show me some points on how you is throw it. Is this some sort of like a power move? What you no, because like, <laughs> I think Craig's used to knowing that he's just really like strong. Hey, you're, but he's, you're in the moment with me. Yeah. Um, I just, just, if you could like show me points on how you get it like in the middle or like aim better. I got to be honest, Craig. I think if you do that to a person, you're going to accomplish your goal. <laughs> I don't think it's about where you put that one. I think you're going to get the job done. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, let me, let me get I'm out for you. I'm be able to get my dagger back. Yeah, okay, okay. Go. Craig goes and he like... Make, just... a, make an athletics check. That would be... Wait, athletics? Oh, that's 17. Doing good things for your average today, buddy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Boss Tony, about to have the worst average. Give me a weapon. Give um, me a weapon. I dare you. Yeah, finally, you. Craig shines. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you don't pull it out. You just take your hand on the back and you just push it through. You just shove it through and it <laughs> splinters through. And it ding, ding, ding to the floor. And you pick it up and walk it back to her. She goes, I'm not going to make you mad. And she uh, <laughs> puts the dagger away and she goes, um, <laughs> So what do you want her? No, I just... I don't know, like, did you hear uh, Ro playing upstairs? Or up, up deck? Yeah, it was good. She's good. 
Why don't you join us up there sometimes? I think I've explained that. I don't think so. What happened? On the docks? I'm recalling history check. Zach, what happened? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. When Nam was so angry at us because we were so mean to her. Because we were so mean? No, I, that came off really aggressive. I wasn't there for that, so I don't know that happened. But Nam, like, scolded us for being mean to goblins. That, that dock. I thought you meant up the deck. I was like, what happened on the boat, you guys? No, that makes sense. Um, we'll, we will, you recall. I recall. You recall. Yeah. I recall. No, I mean, we're really sorry about that. I, I, I don't, I don't even need your guilt. Do you understand? I, people who look like you do bad things to people who look like me. And I get that you're not trying to do that to me. I, it's, we're, we're, we're fine, I guess. Okay. But I don't feel comfortable with you and I don't owe you that either. And look, Craigie, you've got your upsides. Okay. And after that dagger throw, I'm glad we're on the same ship. If you're the guy with the hammer, good. Okay. Maybe in a different life, we could be best buds, but I've lived the one I've lived. And this is where I like being, okay? So, make okay. a persuasion check, Greg. This is not a weapon. Do you um, have inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Um, did I mention I'm having a great time? Uh, I got a 20. Ah! Natural? Show me the what dice. Is, Show no, me the dice. It's a 19. <laughs> it's a 19 what plus is, one. Okay. Wait, persuasion? Yeah. Jeez, Craig's really great day. She just sort of uh, she was on her lip for a second and she goes Look, you guys, you're not half bad, alright? You've you're not you're not half bad. And there, there's I'm sorry about what happened to you guys at the general. Seems rough. Yeah, I'm glad that you weren't in that situation. I would hate for you to. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, I. Yeah, if you want to throw the dagger again, we can do that every once in a while. Sorry, this just gave me vibes of like dad and like a kid, like throwing baseball or like <laughs> throwing baseball. Why is everyone in this campaign your father figure to you? That's, this is like the fourth no. time you've been like Craig's absent father figure. Like, let's. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about that in the backstory. <laughs> but she just goes, uh, Craig, Craig has daddy issues? <laughs> Wait, is Nom like a dad or are you like I mean, I Nom don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Nom, but anyway. Craig is like, this little woman <laughs> goblin. goblin is my dad. <laughs> you, just, you just imagine her with that mustache that runs around again. Um, no, but Nom, Nom continues and she goes, um, <laughs> Mom <laughs> continues and she goes, if you want to throw the dagger every once in a while, it's fun to have somebody to do it with. I would and love You're like really good, so. Yeah, I, mean, I would love to do that. Um, If you ever want to play innocent pranks on people, I would also love to. She gives you a little sinister smile and she goes, anytime, Greg. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh god. She winds back the dagger and <laughs> sticks it in the wood again. So cool. All right, I'm gonna go back up deck. <laughs> Our character exits are I mean, like yeah, they're like, always so bad. Scenes, like, scenes can just end. You don't even have to announce them, but it's okay. But it's every kind time, of it's every like, time Paz is like in, So yeah. And Craig is like, uh it's I love it. In, I go now. In, in, our, I exit. Our, our characters are like the for some reason they found each other and they are the most awkward <laughs> they're like the awkward kids in school that like p- like pretended to be like cats on the playground <laughs> like they're so weird <laughs> man it's like a bunch of homeschoolers or something anyway oh, who said oh, that? i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um, um, most of me and my listeners pretend to be mermaids on the playground not cats <laughs> Hey, I'm anyway. just gonna let a Not long pause fill that space where you thought that was a sharp comeback. Um, anyway, um, Zach, you're so mean to me all the time. <laughs> yes, uh, Jack. Um. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say, can can Ro have gone up to Tello? Yeah. At some sure. point. Anytime. Um, we'll say that it's like evening now. Um, uh, Tello has been um. At some point, he goes below deck. Um, he and Nam both use this plank of wood, and he's been throwing a knife into it too. Um, and at some point in the day, they they like kind of they don't make a big deal out of it, but they do begin competing with each other, and they're um, they're hucking the knife from different spots uh, in the ship. Um, at one point, they're all the way like at the back of the lower deck, throwing the knife, trying to see who can center it. And um, uh, I'll tell you what, which roll up. Yeah, Nom almost accidentally cuts down um, uh, Craig's bunk at one point, and oh, then oh. Spookooper goes, "Okay, no, 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 no more, no more." Or wait, wait, his voice. Spookooper. He goes, "No more, no more of that." Um, but like, you know, they they have activities throughout the day. But at some point, um, Tello he really likes being up deck a lot. He doesn't spend a lot of time below deck, and he's um, he's up at the railing, looking over the ocean again at some point. So he's just out in the open air. We'll we'll say that it's like not quite dusk. Who else is on deck? Who wants to be on deck? I'm, I guess I'm still I'll at the helm unless somebody's taking it from me. No, I mean, somebody has definitely relieved you. You haven't been oh, there all day. Okay. Yeah. The, the shifts are like two or three. I feel like Boz would definitely would have could have stayed there <laughs> and just okay. been like, okay, I'm steering the ship still. Okay. Uh, so but, you're above that. Okay. So I'm. Um, I don't know. So can you point to where Tello is on this? Just say that's where he is. by the Okay. So Boz is probably like on the other side, but like closer to the hatch. Yeah. Okay. Midway. Yeah. Midway on the left. I'm there too, but I'm gonna be. Uh, Okay, you're up by the helm toward the back of the ship. Yep. Uh, Everybody's it, above deck. You said it's close to sunset. Great. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to be looking at the sunset. Okay, Greta is <laughs> spaced out somewhere on the ship looking up at the sunset. Um, it hasn't quite started yet, but you're ready for it. Um, but tell us all the way up at the front of the ship. And the, the thing that's working Ooh. for you is that oh. the ocean is there, and um, the ocean is loud. Um, yeah, so yeah. he's above deck, and also everyone else is. Um, but he's up at the prow, and you were trying to talk to him. Oh, maybe I don't right now while everyone else is up there. Okay. So <laughs> I did. De- I look for Tello and I decide not to because everyone's up there. Okay. That's my decision. <laughs> All right. So you go up there and Tello is present, but so is everyone else, and you think better of it. Um, otherwise, if no one else has any other interactions, um, the day uh, the day drills on. Sunset eventually. Uh, burns into different colors and the sky begins to dissipate into 
shades. Um, and uh, in, in, at the end of the day, I'm not trying to force necessarily like player recollections, but in a genuine moment, as the sun is fading and everyone's trying to like get some air on the top of the ship, um, is anyone, are any players like attempting to console themselves or process in any way as this fifth day of sailing sort of winds to an end? No. Okay. No, it's fine if there isn't. I feel like Greta is like very, she probably doesn't notice it, but she probably has like her arms like wrapped around herself like she's giving herself a hug. Um, and she's probably just, I think she's reflecting a lot on the way that she's been, in the way that people have been reacting to her within like, especially like within this day, she's trying to like, compare that to you know what happened and she's trying to process like the the space that she's been in with people Mm -hmm. um there's a certain infinite quality to the sun as it goes down um something so far as it climbs through the sky um and uh uh the the way that the color like sort of consumes the sky. It feels a whole lot like the gravity and scale that's so hard to to wrestle with of everything that you learned the last day. Um, I mean, that information, the origins of a world, gods and magic, and feels so beyond you, like the sky. Um, but then there's also the sun in it, a singular point that's capable of casting all of that color and painting everything around it. Not sure exactly what it means, but sunset feels heavy today. Mm. Um, and as the colors begin to bleed out and the water turns dark, the night where you often feel so comfortable in its, its cooler embrace, it's just other quality. It feels colder, mm. even though the temperature isn't so cold and it feels bigger than it's felt in a long time. Mm. And as the stars begin to Lot into the sky. I feel like there's more of them than there's ever been. Hmm. Um, otherwise, the ship sails on, and eventually, um, Tefra 30 winds to an end. And you all feel the weight of the world. Wow. Before Boz goes to sleep, he puts the thing back on the ceiling again. Okay. It- <laughs> Grows back into the ceiling. It's so, crazy. I love it. Is the whole floor covered now? No, like like okay. eight square feet. I mean, after thinking about it, he sets it down. Anytime he goes back there, moves something. Yeah. I mean, are you intentionally moving it all around the ship? Okay, yeah. never mind. Like the back <laughs> half of the bottom deck, of the lower deck, is starting to look this way. Um, and now you're putting it on the ceiling too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> starting to look psychedelic, maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. Okay. Sick. All right. Well, that's uh, been this week's episode of Barely D and D. Thank you. Everybody is level um, five. Eighteen. Just because I haven't done this in a while. Dang, eighteen. Um, <laughs> I've never thought about it, but I guess I could take levels away. Um, everybody, I kid. You I suddenly guys. forgot how to cast mirror image. Um, everybody's level five point one five. My favorite number. Um, that, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> we have there were so many natural twenties and natural ones in this episode. Have whiplash, but um, thank Jeez, you, seriously, thank you so much for jumping into this episode with us. Um, 
Wow. I can't wait till we get to Home Cove. I think there's going to be some really cool stuff, though. Uh, uh, Shout outs, as always. um, Go check our our Patreon. Uh, We can't. We can't even say that get, we'll have ad-free episodes there because we don't have ads yet. But you will be supporting <laughs> us financially, which always helps us make new stuff. And let me tell you, we got some really good stuff coming out soon. We do. Um, so if you're enjoying this, uh, also please consider giving a review wherever you're at, whether mm, it's Apple, appreciate. Apple or Spotify or Podcast Addict or Overcast. All of those places, it really helps it kind of uh, get put out to other people, which is really great because more people equals more things that we can do with this. Because honestly, <laughs> we would love to do so much with this thing um, that is just constrained by time. So uh, that's the number one way you can support us. Um, as always, thank you, everybody here for being here at the table. That's I don't a think plug in. I don't think I ever say thank you to you guys, but Aww. I want to. Because well, and we have that standing rule where we don't. Thing. We so don't show don't emotion like or empathy at all or gratitude. love. But I love playing this game with you guys. Isn't it fun? Aww. It's so much it's fun. So and we didn't start out this doing a podcast, but I love that we're making this and recording this and leaving it down because I'm I'm so excited and proud about this. I'm just gonna I hope everybody in my family listens to it from like like from down the line. They're like, oh my great whatever <laughs> made this dumb thing. Great whatever. Good. <laughs> in generations, it won't be the young kids trying to convince the old people that they should listen to D and D. It's gonna be you, Grandpa Landon, furiously convincing your grandkids exactly. that they should listen. Yes. And then just being like, D and D's not cool, Grandpa. It's just it is still cool. All these millennials. Um but thank you for listening to the also um you know, if you don't have the scratch for Patreon or anything like that, um, you can just recommend us to a friend. Oh my gosh, um, yes. Seriously. Uh, listen to us with your so loved great. ones, your accountants. Um, interrupts people's <laughs> workout at the gym and just start playing this podcast near them. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Connect turn, to their Bluetooth randomly. <laughs> yes. Airdrop this. Airdrop it at concerts. Put your volume on and huck your phone, your phone at strangers. Next time yeah. you go to a concert, airdrop us to everyone. <laughs> I gotta that's, say. that's something that Greta would do and Greta is proud of you for that. Yeah. I wonder if you could hack the PA of a concert and then <laughs> just start playing the podcast. talking about no, like Everyone's there to see you too and it just, it just chimes in with no, no, no. <laughs> 21 Pilots is on stage and all of a sudden they hear, welcome back to Barely d and <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons podcast. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. This has been Barely D&D. We'll catch you next week on Wednesday morning or Tuesday. Bye. Bye.